Welcome to Ashes with Ash, a storytelling podcast from your tobacconist community, bringing you stories of life behind the cigar. Join me on this adventure to find the coolest cigar lounges, smoke some lovely cigars, and seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these untold stories with a little smoke and ash. Welcome back, and thanks for listening to another episode of Ashes with Ash. Today, Miss Toya Goody is here to chat with me about our shared passions for traveling, her story and love of cigars, and her and her daughter's educational cigar podcast coming to you all very soon. I hope you all enjoy. All right, how are we doing? Hello. What are you smoking? I am smoking the Deuce Cigar, the Deuce's collection. Ooh, nice. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. It is a nice uh, Duro, if I'm not mistaken. Um, his line of cigars is amazing. Um, I've smoked them before. It's been on my IG. He has a, another cigar called London's Paradise. But uh, this right here is... Oh, amazing. I said, this is the perfect time to smoke this. Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good little lunch yeah. cigar. <laughs> right. For those of us that smoke every day, that ends in Y, right? Exactly. Yes. That's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yes. How long have you been smoking? I've been smoking about four years now. Nice. What yeah, got you into it? it? When I was living in South Carolina, one of my really good guy friends was a big cigar aficionado. I mean, he had the cases, he had humidors in his house, and I was just used to smoking cigarillos. And, you know, that was the extent of my smoking. And one of the cigars he had smoked so good. And I was like, what are you smoking? And he said, baby girl, I'm going to teach you the ropes. And he literally gave me a cigar 101 and taught me everything about the different cuts, how to toast the foot, uh, the wrapper, binder filler. I mean, he gave me a crash course, gave me my first case, my first cutter, my torch, everything. He got me started with my first cigar and I fell in love with it and the people I've met and I've been hooked ever since I've been hooked. My first cigar was Java mint and I haven't Ah, looked back. (laughs) So good. Java mint. So good with coffee in the morning. I love that. Yes. Yes. It definitely is without a doubt. What do you like to pair with usually? I'm a big coffee drinker. So mm-hmm. I like going to Dunkin' because, of course, I'm a New Yorker. So I love Duncan. going to Dunkin'. <laughs> yeah, in a, I got to get my Dunkin' in the morning. So I like my Dunkin' iced coffee. And um, depends on what I'm smoking. I don't necessarily pair it because I'm not a big drinker. Um, so some people say, oh, well, Merlot goes with uh, this Fernandez or, you know, Chardonnay goes with this. I just basically always have water. Um, if I am out, I will have an amaretto sour or whiskey sour or smoked old fashioned or a nice cold Modelo works for me. Super cold Modelo. 
especial. So you know, it, it works. Yeah. I make it pair with anything, really. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Do you have a yeah. go-to cigar or a favorite? You know, I get asked that question a lot. And because I smoke so often every day and I try to review new cigars, you know, it's always hard to say what's my favorite. But I will right. say, honestly... If I had to narrow it down to like three and then out of those three, one, I would say Particus Black 1845. Ooh, that's a good one. That, that's a good cigar. <laughs> that's I a mean, good decision. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I had nothing else to smoke as far as, you know, um, a, a nice Maduro Oscuro blend, I would say a Particus. Yeah. yeah. I love Particus. So yeah. good. What cigar would you suggest to a new smoker? For a new smoker, it's not so much the cigar. I tell people when I do my podcast, when I do the, uh, the Ladies to Stuff the Leaf 101, the first question I ask someone that's interested in smoking is, what do they like to eat? Because your tongue has all these sensors and receptors. And... If you're used to eating a lot of red meat or a lot of spicy food, then that's what your taste buds is going to be accustomed to. Ah. So I wouldn't necessarily steer them into like a, you know, for example, a particus straight out the gate, but I would get them a cigar that their taste buds would already be acclimated to, something to have a little fire, a little spice, you know, maybe a Fernandez, uh, maybe a San Lotano, um, perhaps a Connecticut or something mild. But like me, when I got started, my mentor asked me, well, he already knew that I like iced coffee. So that's why he suggested Java Mint. And it really allowed me to be open to wanting to smoke cigars because my first experience was something I was used to tasting. So it takes time to get your palate adjusted and calibrated, as I say. So you never jump into just giving somebody, you know, just anything. You have to give them something that they're used to tasting. And then you can adjust your palate from there. Wow, I've never thought about it like that. That's really cool. Right. Right. You know, that's just like if you're a spicy person and I try to give you candy or chocolate, you're like, I don't eat that. I don't like that because your taste buds want something hot. You want jalapenos. You want, you know, maybe something Cajun or something. So since the cigar, you have to have your taste buds and your tongue receive it. I need to give you something that it's already used to, not anything new that takes time to build up. Exactly. And then you can adjust it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. You had mentioned your podcast. Can you tell us more about that? How it got started? How it's doing? Where are we going with it? <laughs> I've had a lot of life changes. And since the beginning of the new year, um, I've decided to focus primarily on myself and my brand, which is Cigars Are Sexy, um, focus more on social media content, doing more guest appearances like um, 
like you have graciously, graciously extended an invitation. And I do appreciate that. So this is really what I'm working on, expanding the knowledge, learning from other people in the industry, trying to get my name out there so they know that, you know, I'm a serious smoker. I really love this culture. I love the lifestyle. And I just love cigars, period. And meeting other people like yourself and people in the lounge, it really is a beautiful lifestyle. I have met so many people that I know I would have never met in my corporate America life, my past life. It would have never, ever happened. So this is amazing. It has opened so many doors for me. Right. Oh, that's so cool. I know I've been loving meeting so many cool people around the world just by doing this podcast. It's just been the coolest thing. Yes, Yes, definitely. Uh, I mean, it has opened a lot of doors and allowed me to speak to people that I can't meet in real time, especially during the pandemic. I mean, I'm part of the Sisters of the Leaf global movement, Mm -hmm. and we have educated and beautiful Sisters of the Leaf from all over the world. And we have one thing in common, and that is creating equality in the cigar industry and also sharing our love of the leaf and trying to gain respect in this uh, lifestyle because you know how hard it is to get the same level of acknowledgement as our peers. And so uh, that's the goal that we have is being part of the Sister of the Leaf global movement. We're trying to break down stereotypes of women that smoke cigars. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I know I love it. Yes. (laughs) So you've got your podcast. Do you ever think about opening your own lounge? That's a lot of work. Yeah. And if, right, you know, I've been approached about, you know, becoming a partner in the lounge. But see, I like to travel and I like to have my free time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, your business is like your baby. You have to be there to know what's going on. You can't delegate it to someone else to take care of your baby. Like you have to nurture it and see the day-to-day operations. And I don't want that responsibility. I like to travel to other lounges and sit down and put my feet up and go to the humidor, explore what they have going on in there and just meeting people that's already there. So I like to be free and travel the world. And I don't want to be saddled down in one particular place because I have a business there. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of work. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially if you're a traveler. It's too much. Right. (laughs) Right. It's a lot. It's a lot. Definitely. Do Do you have a favorite cigar lounge or a lounge that you really want to visit? Here in Atlanta, I've been venturing out to a few lounges, but I do have one particular lounge by default. Um, It's in McDonough, Georgia. It's called Groovy Blues. Um, If you follow me on IG, I'm always posting from there. Um, I've done podcasts. Oh no, I think we froze. And we can sit around, everyone is like family. It's a good environment. He uh, does events there. Sometimes we'll have a DJ, you know, there occasionally. But I like the fact that he wants to maintain the integrity of what a lounge is. 
And that's sitting around, watching TV, having good, meaningful conversation and feeling safe. And so that that's in McDonough, Georgia. And I I love going there. Now, I've been to a few other places in the Atlanta area and in other states. As far as the places I want to go, I definitely want to get out to Chicago and Texas. Texas, Mm -hmm. I've seen on my social media has some great lounges and I probably will need at least a week uh, in a certain area, probably Houston and Dallas. But uh, I would love, yeah, or more. Yeah, I know I would definitely need more than that. But I'll just start off with probably a week. And if I can hit up as many lounges as I possibly can in that time frame, yeah, that would be amazing. So, yeah, Chicago and Texas, as far as the United States, for sure. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought about Chicago, but I have heard there's one gorgeous, huge lounge there. I can't remember what it's called, but I've heard about it so many times. Yeah. I've been to Detroit about four times and um, I love the loft. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the loft is really nice. Great owners, super nice. Um, really uh, varied uh, humidor. I also love the ambassador in, um, in Michigan. Great. Yeah. I, I like, I like Detroit when the weather's nice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. When the weather participates. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Do you prefer smoking inside or outside? I smoke anywhere I'm anyway. legally allowed to. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't have a preference. Like I want to smoke any and everywhere. I smoke in my car. I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be outside Dunkin' Donuts if it's a nice day. I'll pick a, you know, a table away from people and I'll have my case and I light up, you know, as long as there's no sign saying no smoking, I'm lighting up. If I go somewhere, yes. I get invited to a barbecue. First question I ask is, do I have somewhere to smoke? Can I go outside? Can I go on the patio or something? Like it's a lifestyle. Yeah. I do this every day. So yeah, I want to smoke. Wherever, Absolutely. everywhere. <laughs> everywhere everywhere absolutely so, yeah it's that that's the joy of uh smoking and you know as you know you just meet a lot of different people and that yes. that's what I love to do because once you pull out the case and the cigar you're gonna find someone that says what are you smoking or they'll ask is that a Cuban and then you got to educate them about uh-huh Cuban, because they think all cigars are Cuban. I said, no, actually, in my opinion, the best cigars come from Nicaragua, Honduras, I agree. Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like expanding mine. <laughs> yeah. Some people still go crazy for those Cubans, but yeah. we, got, we got it all here. We don't need them. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. We have thousands and thousands of brands oh. and boutique brands and I mean, it, the the options are endless. It just keeps growing every day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every day, you know, I'm sure you get invitations say, oh, I want you to try my new cigar. Everyone's coming out with a cigar and, you know, different blends. And so, you know, it's so many options. Why smoke the same thing every day? Yeah. Why? No I can't. I can never do it as much as I love Partagas, but not every day. Yeah, and I feel like your palate changes too. So I don't understand how people keep smoking the same cigar. Like, hasn't it changed? Hasn't that cigar changed in flavor yet? (laughs) 
Right. So right. Because you, a cigar you may have smoked a year ago and then you come back to it and you're like, oh, I loved it then. I don't really like like it now or vice versa. Or you didn't like it then and now you like it. So I try to give a cigar at least three times over yeah. the course of a few months because I know I smoke different cigars on a daily basis. So, you know, that's why I want to keep my palate constantly evolving. I don't want it to get stagnant. I want to keep it open so I can embrace all flavors and get more in tune with the flavor wheel because that's exactly. very important. Yeah. Get more of the experience. Right. Do that. Yeah. Right. Right. For sure. Definitely. So the cigar mm-hmm. community, describe what the cigar community is to you and what's your favorite part about it? Why is it important to you? The cigar community and lifestyle is my lifeline. I never in a million years thought five years ago that I would be where I am now, you know, to smoking cigars and wanting to learn the history of the brands and the blends and the flavor wheel and uh, just everything that makes a cigar what it is. It has totally taken over my life. It, it changes how I pack. It changes when I just run to the store. I have a case in the car. Mm-hmm. I have torches everywhere because I never want to be without my equipment. Right. And I have my case, like I have a purse. And, you know, it's, it has totally eclipsed my life beyond my wildest dreams. The people I have met um, just being recognized from... Uh, being on different podcasts and other opportunities to meet and greet. I've been at the gym and they say, you're, you're Toya Goody. I've seen your podcast. I've seen your videos. And I'm like, okay, I'm going That's to work so out. Cool. Like, yeah, it, it really is cool. And it's humbling because what I do when I talk about cigars is a passion of mine. It's something that I, I enjoy I think about it every day. I think about how I can make a difference. I'm always looking for ways to improve, um, increase my knowledge and my understanding of this industry, meet more people, trying to figure out how I can schedule to meet more people, educate more people. I mean, it, it really is a game changer when you're committed to something. It, it really takes up every part of your day and night. So I, I just absolutely love this lifestyle. The people are amazing, all walks of life, backgrounds, states, countries, language barriers. It doesn't matter at the end of the day because we have this in common. Exactly. You don't even have to speak the language. You know, the routine is the same. You know, you cut, you toast, you light, cold drawer. It's a ritual. It, it's, it's beautiful. It, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it really is. Do you have any specific cigar rituals that you do each time you smoke? I like to have the ambiance right. Mm -hmm. So when I do my podcast, um, I light a nice candle. I make sure I have my cold water. I have my glass. Um, I keep everything within arm's reach. Uh, you know, just whatever cut I want to do. I like to have that. And I always keep water around. Mm-hmm. So that 
that's a given. Always have water. And um, I just like to meditate. When I smoke cigars, this is my meditation moment. I do my best thinking and brainstorming and problem solving when I have a cigar. I I just can't explain it. I I mean, I really can't explain it. And people say, well, what are you like? How are you thinking in cigar? I said, because I live in the moment. I'm thinking about only what I'm smoking and what I'm thinking about in my car, roll the windows down. I'm getting the air. I'm deep in thought. You know, it, it's my my yoga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I feel yeah. the same way. It is. It's a form of meditation. The breathing, basically doing like breathing exercises and relaxing and just sitting back and thinking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. It it really is nice. Extremely relaxing, especially if you're able to you know, sit outside on a rainy day or evening or early morning with your cup of coffee. You know, everything has clarity at that point in time. Yeah. You know, it's it's great for me. Yes. Those that love the leaf, we of understand. Course. Yes, we get it. <laughs> we get it. The outsiders, they don't get, get it. it. <laughs> yeah, they, they just don't understand how we can sit at the lounge for six hours. They're like, well, what are you doing there? I'm like, Lost track of time. <laughs> yeah. Before you know it, you spent the whole work day. You're like, wait a minute. I've worked the whole work day here. Exactly. What am I doing? I've smoked. I've had some beer. We talked. We're playing spades. It's, hey. Yeah. You can spend yeah. so long in a lounge. <laughs> so long. So long. Like two, three movies in. You're just yeah, so sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. What is your approach to like building and maintaining a stronger cigar community, especially with like the Sisters of the Leaf? The main thing is the outreach. Mm-hmm. The outreach and education is what we emphasize on. Not so much just posting beautiful pictures and beautiful videos because we know anybody can do that. Anybody can uh, create a photo shoot and say they smoke. But those of us that are very serious about where the cigar community and the culture is going, we are here for remembering the history, acknowledging the houses and the brands that bring us wonderful products, the hard work that the Tabacaleros do, you know, everyone in the fields, everyone in so many moving parts are involved in the tobacco industry. So by us purchasing cigars, we are supporting that industry and and everybody that comes along um, with the process. And also about educating. Um, Each person that I speak to that come across my paths, they ask me, what am I smoking? I use it as an opportunity to drop them a nugget of knowledge because they'll say, is that Cuban? And then I tell them, well, no, the best cigars don't come necessarily from Cuba. So I'm already dropping small seeds of knowledge everywhere I go, because if they learn nothing else from me, they'll know like, wow, I did not know that. And a lot of them say, wow, I did not know that cigars come from all over the world. And I said, yeah, imagine if we only got our cigars from Cuba, it would be a drought. Exactly. I mean, it would be probably, I mean, in hindsight, if you think with common sense, 
if we got all of our tobacco harvested from one place, with everybody that smokes and from different vendors and online, we wouldn't have any cigars left. So you have to harvest from other countries. So, but, you know, I can't blame them. They don't know, you know, they don't know. So I I just tried to, you know, spread love of the leaf through education and knowledge. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So five years ago, where did you see yourself being and how different is it than where you are now? And where do you see your talents and passions five years from now? Oh, five years ago, uh, it was just liking cigarillos, as I said. Mm -hmm. And the industry has changed because the exposure I've gotten has blown my mind. I mean, for lack of a better word, I mean, just people in different states. I've gone to little, little, small lounges. I was in the South Carolina. I forgot what city I was in. And there were two people in that knew me. It was like, I've watched you on YouTube. I've seen your videos, like, and wow, you're a bad chick. Like, you really smoke real cigars. And I said, yeah, like, women smoke real cigars. We're not always in infused cigars. And um, so just being immersed and being welcomed in this community has been beyond my wildest dreams. The people I've met, um, the circles I've been allowed into, um, I would have never been able to meet the great people I've met. And so going forward, what I see is um, becoming more knowledgeable within myself and also having the the brands um, recognize me and invite me out to different events and participate in podcasts and uh, taking trips and traveling out the country. That's really what I see. I see cigars are sexy to encourage more women, especially more women of color to get into the lifestyle. Don't be afraid, be unashamed with what they want to smoke, be bold in their cigar choices. And that's where I see cigars are sexy going forward, just becoming a household name when it's time for cigar events, they're like, okay, we know who to call. We're calling Toy Goody. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's hit her up. Let's invite her out. Yeah, that's, that's where I see worldwide domination. Oh, yes. <laughs> I see it too. That's so cool. Yeah. Who's been like a mentor in your life? And what's the greatest lesson they've like taught you? Well, um, I have been blessed with since the beginning of my journey, two very important people. And I always give them credit. Um, Of course, I would be amiss if I didn't give credit to Gary Dunlap. And well, he's in Florida now. Gary, I call him my cigar bishop, got me started with this. Mm -hmm. And the best compliment you can get is when your mentor calls you on the phone and says, baby girl, I saw you on the video. I saw you on the podcast. I'm so proud of you. I I mean, I just can't believe the strides that you've made. 
I mean, it's the best feeling. Like it brought me to tears because he called me out the blue and said, you know, I've been watching you and I just can't believe he said, I would have never, ever guessed that you would be doing what you're doing now. And he has taught me everything. And when I'm in the midst of well-seasoned cigar smokers, aficionados and aficionadas, respectfully, um, and they see my technique, they say, whoever taught you, taught you well. I mean, that's the highest compliment. It really doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. And of course, my other cigar mentor is Van Washington. He's originally from Chicago. He's a faithful member of the Shy Cigar Mob. You know, go Chicago. They run deep out there. Nice. And uh, he has introduced me to a lot of people when I visit Detroit and he has really stepped my game up as far as my pairings, my tequila, my bourbon, whiskey, scotch, cigars. I mean, boutique brands, high-end brands. I mean, he has really hooked me up. I've learned a lot from him. And uh, he's, a, he's a good friend to have. And you always have to have a, a, a great mentor with the knowledge so we can learn. We're always learning. Every day is a process. So, yeah, I, ha- I definitely have to give them props and the lounges in the area, Atlanta, uh, Quincy that created Do Cigar. He's great. Artist Art, uh, Adams out in Florida for Southern Kings. I mean, so many cigar brands and creators I've met. It, I mean, the list is just endless. We would definitely need a few drinks and two hours or something. But, yeah, it, it's great. I love them all. That's amazing. Yeah. So many good people. That's so cool. Yeah. So we have like one of the same dreams to travel the world and smoke with everyone we possibly can in all different countries. Tell us why it's your dream and what are you doing about it? Well, I've always been a traveler, like a wanderlust. Mm-hmm. And I think I get that from my father because my father was a world traveler. He traveled all over the world. And so now that I am venturing in my stage of life into a new career, I don't even call it work because I just love this. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's better than going to a dream place or going on a beach or you're going overseas to Italy or London or Spain or Greece and you're in such idyllic location and you're able to do what you love. You're sitting on the beach and you're having a great cigar and you're having some delicious wine and food. I mean, it's just adds to the experience. So traveling and combining it with my love of food and different cultures and cuisine with great cigars and able to being able to buy cigars from there that I probably can't get in the States. I mean, it just doesn't get any better. Like life is good. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that, that would just be everything perfected. It it would just be the most perfect life. Uh, Everything will come full circle. 
So, yeah, I would definitely love love to do that. I plan on doing that. I mean, even just going to Florida, I love going to Ybor City. I, mm-hmm. I love going to La Farona. I don't know if you've met Odelma Matos. Um, she is wonderful. She's in Ybor City. Uh, her cigars are hand-rolled on site. Cuban wow. seeds. She's from Cuba. And um, her cigars and her Cuban coffee, oh, my God, cafecito is... Ooh, let me wow. tell you, I was up for like two days, like oh real Cuban <laughs> coffee. I said, this has nothing on Duncan. Yeah, That's I had to get a so coffee cool. seat and we sit out in the front and the roosters is walking up and down the street. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Yes, it's great. It's great. What was her yeah. name? I'm actually going to be near that city in July. Oh, so yes. You have to go to. There. Yes. She is amazing you can't miss her because she's always in heels she's in wedges like this Ah. high and she looks like she's like magazine ready all the time she has this gorgeous black hair she usually wears a cute hat I mean she's just sexy she smokes she rolls nails everything she's smoking a cigar I mean just when you think of Cuba you you see her like she embodies all you need is like the old cars coming down the street and you say, I think I'm in Havana. Like, I really think I'm in Cuba right now. Um, Odelma is amazing. Um, she's at La Farona, F-A-R-A-O-N-A, in Ybor City. I believe she has two or three locations, if I'm not mistaken. She's expanded that whole block. Oh, wow. So she is the queen of Cuban cigars, La Arena, for sure. Yeah. Amazing. What was her name again? Odelma. O-D-E-L-M-A. Matos. Matos. I love that name. Yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss her. Awesome. She, she is the, she is the queen. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Check her out and tell her tell her I sent you and yeah, she will. will take care of you. She even wraps the uh, cigars. Like if you uh, get it shipped, she doesn't use peanuts. She actually uses the tobacco leaves. She's very wow. resourceful. Yes, she uses the tobacco remnants. And when you get something shipped to you, even in the bag, if you go to the store, she puts the tobacco leaves in the in the bag. And so you're smelling tobacco uh, at every point. Yeah, that is amazing. She wow. doesn't let anything go to waste. She's so sweet. She's the best. Very cool. Have you mm-hmm. ever rolled a cigar? No, I haven't. But if I ever go and take a trip to SLE, which I really do. I do want to take a trip to Nicaragua. I would like to try, but you know, I like my nails, so. Yeah, right, it's, it's harder than it looks, too. They make it look oh, so yeah. easy, <laughs> but you it's know, so I'd delicate. rather just indulge, yeah, because yeah. I think my nails will rip the leaves, so I just <laughs> rather indulge, and I'm not willing to cut my nails. Yeah. You know, I'll say that to the pros. All I want to do is just the minute I land, Instead of drinks, just give me a tray of cigars so I can light up when I get off the plane. And I just want to smoke the whole trip. Yeah, exactly. That's it. (laughs) That's the life. Yeah, that's the life. It's so perfect. Right. It sure is. If you could smoke with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh... Wow. (laughs) You've never thought of it? Mm. No, I've never thought. I mean, I would say alive, 
even though I'm not a big sports person, you know, I'm a spectator athlete. I go to the games or whatever, but I would say Michael Jordan would be a great partner. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. Michael Jordan, and hopefully he doesn't talk too much about stats because I would like, listen, I don't, I don't know. Don't ask me about the rebounds and, you know, we're just going to yeah. talk about cigars. Yeah, we're talking you know, about cigars I, here. Yeah, like, you know, probably if it was a guy or something, they could go back and forth with that. But I'm pretty sure he's tired of talking about that. Yeah. So, yeah, I would ham Jay-Z because I'm a big Jay-Z fan. Um, dead? Um Believe it or not, and don't laugh. Winston <laughs> Churchill. Yo, that's a great answer. Yeah, because I, cool. I, I, I love <laughs> English. Yeah, I love English history. Yeah. Um, I, I love uh, reading about the monarchy. I've been to London before. So being immersed in that culture and, and going to the cathedrals and everything and seeing where Princess Di got married and St. Paul's Cathedral and Windsor Castle. I mean, it's like Winston Churchill, like, why not? He he loves cigars. I mean, that that's where we got the Vitola for the Churchill, you know, exactly. so he could smoke longer when he was traveling. So that's one of my favorite, you know, Vitolas is the Churchill and Lancero. So why not speak to Winston Churchill? Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'm a low-key nerd. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. That sounds that's no one's ever asked me that. You know, you caught me on God, so you got keep me you. on my toes. Yeah, yeah you, you did get me. I didn't even I never even had a chance to think about it. I just got that straight off the dome. Yeah. Good. Those are awesome answers too. My God. <laughs> oh, thank you. I right. love it. Yeah. <laughs> Before my last question, I want to know what message you have for the cigar community and Sisters of the Leaf and women getting into the industry and getting into smoking. What advice do you have for everyone? Well, particularly for women and Sisters of the Leaf. I know it can be intimidating when they walk into a lounge because chances are you might be the only one sitting there. Like in my lounge, we have women coming in and out. But if I go there like yesterday, it's not uncommon for me to be the only woman sitting in there smoking. And I want to change that. And I want women to feel empowered. This is why it's important that Women uh, use their platforms like yourself to speak to other women. And I want to encourage them to know what they like and do your research, get a mentor. Um, and I also tell men, just because she's a woman doesn't mean she wants something infused. Doesn't mean she wants a Tatiana or a Fat Bottom Betty or a Leather Rose. You don't know what she eats. The question you should ask is, like I said in the very beginning, what do you like to eat? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, are you a cupcake person? Are you a steak person? Are you a spicy person? And if you have the knowledge of smoking a variety of cigars, you can point them in the right direction. It's a compass. Yeah. You know, you can just give them guidance. 
so that their first experience is the best experience. I've had so many people tell me, like, I'm really interested in cigars, but the first cigar I had was horrible and I was coughing and it was so strong. And it was like, I wish you had met me because there are questions I would ask because I want your first experience to be a great one. My best friend does not smoke at all, but I know that, you know, there would be certain cigars that she would like. Yeah. And I guided her towards her first cigar and she really liked it. She was like, oh, I like this. So that's, that's an indelible mark that I've left on her that even if she never smokes again or if she's with me and we're going to smoke, I want to expand her palate just slowly, just turn it up a little bit, little bit um, so that they enjoy the time and the fellowship that we have. And so women, it's all about educating themselves, learning what you like, um, going to a lounge, feel comfortable, be confident, go up yes. to the bar. If you drink, order drink. Sometimes a bartender can point you in the right direction if they are in tune with the person and not looking at gender. Exactly. Because we need to stop, you know, generalizing women and saying that we only like sweet stuff. I was like, that's yeah. just saying that only men like steaks. Like, like where are the rules that say that? You know, I know plenty of women that only smoke asylums 880 can uh-huh. smoke and drink a man under the table without blinking their eye. Yeah. And then I know some men that can't handle an asylum. All they can handle it is like a hypnotic or or maybe a mild um, fuente. Exactly. So we need to get rid of these rules about women only smoke this and it's not ladylike for women to smoke cigars and women shouldn't smoke big gauge cigars and women shouldn't do this. Well, we can do whatever we want to do. We make our own money. We make our own rules. We are equal when it comes to a lounge in most cases. That's how I feel. When I walk into a lounge, I, I tell women that is like a moment of power because now we're on equal playing fields, maybe not in your job, maybe not in corporate America, but when it comes to the lounge, we are equal because when I open my case and you open your case and we have similar cigars and we have our tools, we're equal. It's like fist bump, my brother. There you go. Yeah, it's not you're up here and I'm down here or I'm a woman, you're a man, so you're superior to me. And sometimes in some situation, when I open my case, my case is superior than what the guy sitting next to me. Or he doesn't even have a case. So, you know, let's let's get rid of these stereotypes. Like, just knock it out the door. It's so unnecessary now. It is. It really is. Yeah. Women are really knowledgeable. You could learn from us instead of, I don't know, I feel like it's jealousy. (laughs) Instead of being jealous of us and judging us, learn from us. We're very knowledgeable and very passionate. They don't give us enough credit. And and you are absolutely right when it says it is like jealousy because, you know, some men, they just want to know everything. They just want to be the ones that we have to come to and say, well, what do I do? Or what should I smoke? Or what should I drink? And all this meekness. And no, we are lioness. We should be able to walk into a humidor and say, no, I don't want that one. Give me that one. You know, I want the part of this. 
I'm a Deforte. That's what I want. No, I don't want that. You know, I know what I want. Yeah. And, you know, just speak up, have a voice. You know, you know, just, just say, uh, you know, this is what I want. I don't like that cigar. I don't smoke that. No, I don't want that cut. No, ask me what kind of cut I want. Do I want a punch? Do I want a V cut? Do I want exactly. a straight cut? Do I want a crown cut? You don't even know what I like. Yeah. Don't make an assumption for me. Ask me what I like. Ask me if I have my tools. Yeah. And when I'm going to cut a cigar, just watch me and see that I'm doing it right instead of trying to mansplain how to cut a cigar. <laughs> right. And most of the time they cut it too deep and then you mess up the cap and now my whole cigar that I just paid $15 is unraveled and you're not going to replace it because you don't know what you're doing. I might know what I'm doing. Yeah. Pay attention. You know? It's only because we're blondes. That's why. That's what it is. <laughs> they think we don't know anything. Exactly. Like, <laughs> the classic dumb blonde stereotype. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're the damsels in distress. We're coming into the lounge because we want someone to buy us a drink. No, we can buy our own drinks. Yeah. Yeah. And smoke and our, our own cigars. cigars. <laughs> yes. Big 60-gauge cigars. We smoke these yes. in real life. <laughs> Oh, so true. Yeah. So what What else do you have? Do you have any other stories, like a great story you've heard in a cigar lounge or even just a message you want to send out to everyone listening? The thing is, um, there are some people that still see and view us as cigar smokers as a novelty. So everyone wants to come up with a cigar. Everybody wants to create a cigar. Cigar, yeah, I want to get my own cigar, you know. But there's so much that is involved in it. And that's why I respect those that create cigars, um, you know, like this one that does their homework. They don't just buy a whole bunch of uh, bulk cigars from Florida and, and stick a label on it and say, look, I got a cigar. If you can't tell me the blend, if you can't tell me what part of the flavor wheel I'm supposed to taste in the first, second, or third, or at the cold draw, um, then I can't take you seriously. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about education, and I keep emphasizing that. It's about being educated, being knowledgeable, um, giving respect to the houses that have paved the way for us, the Placencias and the Fernandez and Partigas, which I call the original Cuban. Um, you know, all of these brands have a long history, and they are great at what they do. Drew Estates. They all are great at what they do because they have history. They have people that have family ties to tobacco and they can teach us something. Yeah. It's not just having a fancy band and, you know, it's not about that. It's about maintaining the integrity of what this is. Yeah. And paying homage to, you know, the Tainos that, started with the tobacco and those in different countries that cultivate what we get to enjoy as a luxury item, you know, so I definitely like to give respect to all of those that respect the process. Yeah. It's not just commercial, just trying to make a profit. It's, you know, learning about what you're selling, you know, doing the work, going to these countries, going to Florida, speaking to, 
the rollers and the creators and the blenders and getting that real knowledge and then presenting it to us yes. and ask us to invest and spend our hard-earned money for a cigar. We can appreciate that more than just mass production. Right. I think that, knowing, that's what it's about. Yeah. I think knowing the history and the education of the cigar gives you the best experience too, because you're paying attention then. You have the information, yes. so you're paying attention. That means you're paying attention to your palate and discovering new flavors even that you like or that you don't like. And you're just discovering more when you have that history and that education to it. Right, because creating a cigar that we smoke is not an overnight process. I mean, there's a lot of things that's involved. There's a lot of scientific research. There's a lot of um, moving parts that create the stick that we get to enjoy. Um, you know, just like we were talking about early with the flavor wheel, they actually have a team of people that say, okay, at the cold drawer, we want the smoker to taste this. And after that, the first third, it evolves and the flavors change. I mean, that just doesn't happen with one person overnight. Right. You know, th this is why I have so much respect for the cigar industry because there's a lot involved and that's why we pay what we pay for this experience because every experience and every smoke experience is unique and different. Mm -hmm. Each time it's not the same. We may get, you know, similar notes and taste, but how we feel doesn't change. And that that's what is important. And I'm, I really hope that it doesn't get lost in commercialism. I know. Yeah, it, it really, I, you know, I'm really passionate about maintaining the integrity of this lifestyle and that mm -hmm. it gets the respect it deserves and not just us enjoying it as women, but, you know, those that smoke it, learn. You know, I'll smoke a, you know, a cigar as a review blindly and then I write down what I think I'm tasting and then I'll go to the notes and say, what does the blender say I'm supposed to taste? And that's how I'm learning. Yeah. So, yeah. And I like to see, we're like, oh, yeah, I tasted that. I tasted the cherry. I taste a little leather, a little wood and it's oak. It's fun. And it is fun because it keeps your mind fresh. It keeps your brain and your palate and all of your senses activated. Yeah. It's exciting. You know, it's not just smoking. We're, it's a lot going on in the brain when we smoke. You know? It's so true, yeah. Yeah, it's it a is. true art. It's like, it, cigars are such an art. It's just like being an artist. You're so proud of what you're experiencing. Yeah. Right. You're thinking in depth about it and what it means to you and how it's making you feel, what it's making you think yeah. about. It's right. just like being an artist. Yeah, because it's a masterpiece. It I is. mean, e even when we get the house blends... When I go into a humidor, the first thing I ask is, where are your house blends? Yes, you know, me too. The, band, the bands are okay, name, brand, this, this person made it or whatever. But sometimes those hidden gems, those house blends that's in the canisters with no band, and they're just laying out, have been the best cigars I could have ever smoked in my life. Yes, so true. I mean, it's not about... The labels and everything. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't 
you know, don't get me wrong. But sometimes it's the ones that doesn't get the the commercials and doesn't get all of that. Yeah. That are the best. I mean, factory smokes. I love factory smokes. And you know why? Because Jewel State makes it. Jewel State makes excellent cigars. I mean, Undercrown, Undercrown Mm -hmm. Deck, uh, the Maduros. I mean, but they're factory smokes. I mean, excellent cigar if you're just killing time and you know you don't want to smoke your $20 cigar I tell people don't sleep on the factory smokes and don't sleep on the house blends in the humidor because you really doing your palate a disservice really really you're overlooking a great experience oh one of my favorite cigars is six dollars like you would never guess that something so inexpensive would be so good. <laughs> That's why price doesn't matter. So when exactly. people say, well, I only smoke this brand and they're, you know, lawyers to this brand, they're what we call cigar snobs. I'm like, yeah, that brand is great, but you got to branch get, out. You have to branch out. Like I just will walk into a cigar shop and I'll just look around and I, I go right to the canister without a name. It just has a price on it. You know, there, there's a place in McDonough. It's, it's actually a vape spot, but they sell little cigars in there. And I think the cigars is like $4. But when I tell you it's a good smoke, it's a good smoke. I buy them by the handfuls. That's and I just keep them, you know, I just keep them in my case if I'm just riding around town or whatever and I want a good smoke, you know, just smoke that. I mean, even if you smoke three, it's still the price of one great one. Yeah. You, I mean, it's a win-win. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you got to keep your mind open and not get caught up in the hype of a brand or a price or I spent this much for a cigar. Just embrace the experience. Enjoy mm-hmm. the experience. Just smoke. Yeah. Just smoke. <laughs> right. That's it. Beautiful advice. So where can everybody find you online and how can they support you? Um, I am on IG. My name is Cigar, C-I-G-A-R-Z-A-R-E-S-E-X-Y. Um, same name on TikTok. I've been getting a little bit more active with TikTok thanks to my daughter. She's like, you got to be on social media. So I've been doing more TikTok videos. Um, I am on IG. On Facebook, I am Ms. Toya Goody, M-S-T-O-Y-A, Goody, G-O-O-D-Y. Um, to support or make appearances, um, you can always DM me. Um, all the information is on my IG page. I am available for booking. I do one-on-one smoke sessions. If they need a tutorial like Cigar 101, I can be booked for that. I also travel. So anything like that, appearances, uh, Cigar 101, lounges, traveling, all that can be, uh, can be done. Cash app, the same thing, PayPal, all of that. It's on the site. You can ask away. I'm always available. Just spreading knowledge and love through smoke. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Well, it has been such a pleasure getting to know your story. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. 
thank you. I am eternally grateful. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I mean, it, this Absolutely. has been amazing. This has been totally great. Very Made good. my day. My listeners are going <laughs> to love it. It's perfect. I hope so. Yeah, definitely <laughs> follow me on social media. I'm always posting and, you know, we've got some great things coming up on the horizon this year and next year. So stay tuned. If you're in Atlanta, you know, catch me. I'm, yes. I'm always in Atlanta visiting one lounge or here and there. I could be anywhere. Perfect. Yeah. Well, awesome. Now I've got to give a toast. Yes. Uh, you know, Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. I have soda water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. So, Vino. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank thanks so again. Much, this is yes, perfect. Yes, it was a pleasure. Yes. Perfect day. Mm-hmm. La Fine Lem. Have you seen their new punch bracelets? Wow. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And handsome, handsome, handsome. These bracelets double as a punch cutter. So you can go every day with style and always having to avoid biting the tip of your cigar off to get all that tobacco stuck in your teeth whenever you don't have a cutter because you will always have one now right on your wrist. What a beautiful concept. Their other products are so badass too. The knife cutters, oh my God. When I worked in a cigar lounge that carried them, no lie, I would just stand and stare at the collection so often. (laughs) They're such great quality and each one is so unique. Even some of them have engraved blades with different countries and city skylines. Check them out at lafinelam.com to order. It's spelled L-E-S-F-I-N-E-S-L-A-M-E-S, a.k.a. The Fine Blade. And don't forget to follow them on Instagram. La Fine Lam, L-E-S-F-I-N-E-S-L-A-M-E-S. Enjoy it. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and be sure you're following Miss Toya Goody on social media, Facebook, and Instagram, because you definitely want to know when her podcast is going to be coming out, because it's definitely an experience you'll want to have. Thanks again, everyone. I'll talk to you soon.